Blog Talk Radio. afternoon to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to post time with mike and mike mike carter joined by mike bozich and mike you're not in sunny ocean city anymore but it's a great day to uh to be on the show today yeah it certainly is it's supposed to get close to 70 degrees here in beautiful elkton maryland so i'm looking forward to uh getting out my new metal detector and uh, see uh, how many bottle caps i can find later on in the day there you go mike well mike we got a blockbuster show Coming up, uh, we've got some special surprise things coming up uh, a little bit later on. George Teague is going to come on to the show and talk about Wiggle and Jiggle's performance at Dover Downs, and he's coming back on just five days rest in the Levy this weekend. We also have our big announcement to make that's coming up at about uh, 1.20 or so. Uh, James Witherite from Vernon Downs will be on the program as well. He's also the announcer at Tioga Downs. He does a lot of great things out there, and we're going to find out everything that he does and uh, talk with James for just a little bit. Yannick Jingra will be on as well about 145 to t- excuse me, 135 to talk about uh, his career. And Mike, Yannick's got, a, got some good stories, including being able to drive the great foiled again. Yeah, he certainly does. He's uh, really caught fire over the last uh, couple of years, of course, driving a majority of uh, Ron Burke horses, but a uh, tremendous driver. Certainly can't wait to hear from Yannick. Like you said, Mike, we've got the big announcement, and of course, uh, our uh, drawing for the George Morton Levy Challenge. It's leg three. Congratulations to uh, Robert Garcin, who won last week, um, and uh, Whitney Nasimos, who won the week before. So they're advancing to the finals. Of course, the winner, if you win the final, you get a pair of uh, Yannick Gingra colors. So uh, coincidentally, Yannick will be on the show today, and that'll be a fantastic show coming up for you in uh, just a couple of minutes. Well, Mike, we've got George T coming up here in just a few, so let's take our first time out of the show. You've got Post Time with Mike and Mike. George T will be on in just a moment. We'll be right back. Friends of Maryland Standard Bread is an industry support group focused on promoting harness racing in Maryland. Friends of Maryland Standard Breads works hand-in-hand with charities involving children and horses, such as the Harness Horse Youth Foundation. 
Friends of Maryland Standard Breads is actively involved with organizations such as the Maryland Horse Council and the Maryland Horse Industry Board working together to promote the horse industry in Maryland. Follow Friends of Maryland Standard Breads. The New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program places retired racehorses into approved monitored homes and transitions them into second careers. New Vocations has placed over 350 retired standard breads the past three years. They are now accepting horses from all racetracks in the United States. New Vocations has facilities in Ohio, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania and is expanding to New York. To learn more, visit newvocations.org and on Facebook at New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program. All right, we're back on Post Time with Mike and Mike. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter, George Teague, will be joining us here in just a moment to uh, talk about Wiggle It Jiggle, its four-year-old debut. Had a chance to see that, Mike, at uh, Dover uh, this past uh, Monday. And I have to tell you, first of all, the wind was unbelievable. The wind, And you're going to hear this because uh, we're going to play the, the interview that we uh, had a chance to talk with George Teague right after the race but uh, it was uh, the wind was unbelievable, and it was a tailwind in the stretch, a headwind in the back stretch. But Montreal, the big thing, Mike, is Montreal was able to rate this half in 56. And you know, once you get the half in 56, of course, Wiggles was on the lead. Once you get the half in 56, I think it was just a question of uh, how much he was going to win by after that point. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, Mike, we're gonna li- listen to George Teague talk with you uh, after that race at Dover Downs, real quick. Um, it, it was a big race, and excuse the wind. Like Mike said, it was a it was a little bit windy on Monday. All right, here with George Teague after Wiggle and Jiggle, his four-year-old debut, an easy win after getting a half and 56 and three. George, your thoughts? Yeah, it was good. Montreal got a chance to rate him, and then had a busted gut tonight, and he's going back in five days to Yonkers, so it works out better that way. Well, taking it through the race, you had to you had to feel good about the half. You know, I was just telling Montreal the wind is just uh, terrible out here. Montreal wanted to rate the uh, second quarter, and he did just that. Yeah, no, he handles him well. Montreal takes him away to find, and uh, he's a pretty easy horse to do when you really you think he'd be a little rank, a little crazier, but. You line him up behind the gate, you take him off, it's easy to leave with him. So he's smart and intelligent that way. Coming through the off season, I, I, I noticed that he picked up uh, a couple of pounds. Were you, were you happy with his qualifiers and everything coming into the race? Well, I wasn't happy with the first one, but the second one, yeah, I, I, was, I was here for the second one. I didn't see the first one, but he jumped a pretty big shadow, and then he kind of took him to the outside, and he kind of pulled himself up. So that one's a good one, but he, he, he redeemed himself uh, a week later, and he qualified real well. Where to next? Next is probably leaving. You know, I mean, I hope I can have a little luck if it, in the lead. We draw well, and I think he'll do fine, and maybe get a little chance to make it to the final. Maybe we don't. Have to All right, that was uh, George Teague right after the race, and uh, right now we're joined by uh, trainer of Wiggle and Jiggle, George Teague. George, welcome to the program, my friend. George, you there? All right, I think Mike is a pro- George, we got you now. Let's see. There he is. Can you hear me? We got you, George. How are you, my friend? All right, man. I can't complain. All right. We certainly appreciate you giving us a call here today. Well, 
Your thought? Well, I, I got you. I got with you right after the race, and uh, of course the wind was terrible. You can hear that on the interview. It was a headwind in the backstretch, actually. But Montreal, like we talked about, was able to get that good half, and and after that, it was basically how much was he going to win by after that? But your thoughts on his 2016 debut? That was a good one. I mean, he didn't get beat up, and, and that was always a plus. Uh, you know, he was playing on racing back in five days of Yonkers. So it worked out great. You know, it was a real windy night. So, you know, I mean, the fractions was always a, a little bit soft all, all night long because it was so windy. So it, it worked out for us, and he, he responded well. Had to stretch with a very good horse into his back, and he, and he sprinted like he's supposed to. So I felt very good about it. George, coming up this week, you've got the George Morton Levy series at Yonkers. And I talked with Montreux a little bit yesterday about, you know, the post position draw and maybe, you know, some of the strategy he had into it. And he said flat out, I just don't have a strategy. It's just going to let uh, wiggle it, jiggle it, tell me when he's ready. Do you think the post is any concern at all from the outside? You know, Yonkers, anything outside the five hole, I think is always a concern with anybody, not only us. I mean, I don't care how good the horse you are. How much of a shot you got is always a, you know, it, it does make it a little bit more, a lot more of a, of a race to try to win because it's just a tough post position on that track. Yeah, no question about it. Now, George was uh, the Levy the plan regardless of uh, how Wiggle raced uh, on Monday? No, unless he raced bad. No, I wasn't going to go. I mean, Levy is a good race. You know, I put up $5,000 a race for 50 if I make it to the final. I do, and if I don't, well, still I got a chance to race for 50 for a, a possibly, hopefully, three weeks. So, um, no, it, it, Levy was Levy was something that's always uh, it was always in the plans, but it wasn't up to edge in stone when he when he jumped the shadows and I wasn't in town. I didn't want to qualify him back again until I got back, so they kind of prolonged it for one more week, and, and that kind of ended up uh, missing two parts of the Levy instead of one. Now, George, um, you, you talked about the first qualifier where he uh, kind of jumped a shadow a little bit, um, and you weren't as impressed with that qualifier, obviously. He come back as strong as ever in 150-1 and one on March the 16th. Was that, was that the old Wiggle It Jiggle It just kind of coming, uh, coming back to form from last year? Well, no, the old Wiggle It Jiggle It, he's a consistent everyday horse. I mean, you know, that's one thing about him. You can, you can see it on the program. He don't. He don't take no weeks off, and he didn't either that day, but he was jumping shadows real bad, and, and I think when Kevin pulled him to the outside, he actually thought he was pulling himself up, and that's why you saw him why he went from seven lengths to third and, and, and maintained his, uh, no, not, not losing any ground, but he kind of pulled himself up when he jumped over the shadows when he went to pull him wide the second time. Uh, I just think he thought the race was over with. So, But, no, he, he had trained. I felt real confident even before I left. We you know we had trained him up pretty good, and I know he was ready to roll. So, no, it wasn't was no question in my mind that uh, it wouldn't take much for him to get back on his game and, and perform like he's always done. George, uh, granted everything's going good and staying healthy, give us a little bit of a roadmap for 2016. Well, we, you know, you always take it year by year, but uh, day by day. And, and, you know, we try to, we'll try to map out something. Uh, you know, the, 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 I, the thing I had up the most is the four-year-old races, so. As much as anything else, I do want to hit as many as them as I can. And I, he's in all the big events. I mean, he's got a race every week he would choose to go. So, plan on doing plenty of racing, what he likes to do. If he if he stays sound and healthy, you know, he will run the course similar to like we did last year. 
George, uh, one final question for you before we let you go, and it actually doesn't have anything to do with Wiggle It Jiggle It. I woke up this morning and checked uh, USTrotting.com, and I see that you're going to be the keynote speaker for the uh, 2016 USTA Standard Bread Driving School, which uh, gets underway on June 1st. Looking forward to that? Yes, I done it a few years ago, about four or five years ago, and I, I liked it. And Yeah, no, I, I kind of always look forward to them things. All right. George, listen, we certainly appreciate you joining us. Best of luck on Saturday. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it, Mike. All right, buddy. Thank you very much. That was George Tig, the trainer of Wiggle It Jiggle It. Yeah, Mike, it was something. I, I uh, woke up this morning, and uh, there's two main articles on the USTA. One of them is, of course, about Wiggle It Jiggle It on Saturday, and the other one is about the George Tink going to be the keynote speaker at the uh, 2016 USTA Standard Bread Driving School when that starts in June. So George kind of owned the uh, USTA headlines today. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I'll tell you, I was really impressed, Mike, with how he raced at Dover Downs, Wiggle It Jiggle It. I mean, it just was so, so, so impressive. But you heard George uh, say anything outside of post five is cause for a little bit of concern. And he, it's not like he doesn't have good horses to his inside. I mean, you've got do me that again, all bets off. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see uh, what Wiggle It Jiggle It does in his uh, prelim for the George Morton Levy. Yeah, we're going to take a look at the George Morton Levy here in just a couple of minutes. But yeah, you're absolutely right, Mike, and George is right. You get outside of post five at Yonkers, it is uh, very, very tough. Well, Mike, we're going to take a time out. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Frank Trucker, the publicity director of Yonkers, as we're going to get a little bit more into the Levy and the matchmaker. You've got post time with Mike and Mike. This is Mike Bozich with Harness Racing's newest podcast, Post Time with Mike and Mike. Our goal is to positively promote the sport of harness racing. Every horse has a story to tell, whether a claimer or a stake source, and we plan on telling those stories here on this program. If you would like to advertise on Post Time with Mike and Mike, send us an email at ptmikeandmike at yahoo.com for more information. Also, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at ptmikeandmike1. Listen to a brand new broadcast every Thursday at 1 p.m. Any prior episodes can be listened on demand as well. Log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash PT Mike and Mike. Once again, that's www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash PT Mike and Mike. And thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to Post Time with Mike and Mike. Mike Carter alongside of Mike Bozich. And Mike, I, uh, I made a small error when creating the episode. I only created it for 15 minutes instead of 90. So we're going to disconnect. We're, we're disconnecting in 10 seconds. I'm going to go live. There will be a link on our uh, blog talk website, and I will tweet it out here in just a moment. Unfortunately, we're being disconnected. So, uh, Mike, I'm going to end the episode, and uh, we'll uh, go live. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Sounds good.